uh, as a very interesting story as well as we used to surf every morning from six to eight before starting the, the work. Um, that day, it was a flat day. When you're surfing and you're waiting for a wave, what you do, you're actually speaking to the people around you. And I met my co-founder in the water. Uh, I was actually speaking with people around. I was trying to just like, you know, share some, uh, some experiences. And this guy was actually a digital nomad the last eight, nine years. Myself, I was moving and traveling and working from corporate office from one to the other, every three to six months mission. So I had the same friction of like relocating, traveling, working remotely, and, and trying to remake my social bubble, basically. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of The Future is Hybrid. I am self-proclaimed remote evangelist, Kenneth Hellum. And with me in the virtual studio today, I have a person who I can probably not pronounce the name of, uh, but I will try. Uh, it is Florian Jacques? No. Florian Jacques? No. Help me out. Yeah, Florian Jacques, so Florian Jacques in French. I was close. I was close. I, did, I didn't nail it, but, but I, was on the, <laughs> I was on the right track. So everybody, Florian is the co-founder and CEO of a very exciting startup called Midstay. Uh, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Midstay, among other things, they do retreats for companies who want to, to have a place or a space to, to do events together. Uh, and Florian and his business has found this business model to, to help with this. Did I get that more or less right? Yeah, that's perfectly right. So before we get into to Midstay and the business, tell me a little about yourself, your story and, and how you came to, to found Midstay. Yeah, can it first thing first, thanks for inviting to the show. So very happy to be here, happy to, to share the story. Uh, I'm myself initially UX UI designer from Belgium. I've been designing my career around the life where I was able to move, travel and having that flexibility to you know, like just meet so many cultures that inspire me in a daily, in a daily uh, life. So that's where I really found myself. And by traveling for the last five years before COVID, being a UX UI designer for many startups in San Francisco, in New York, in Australia, and moving from one place to the other. All the time coming back in Belgium because I was organizing my, uh, I was organizing a music festival that was my very first baby. Hold on, hold on. You, you organized a music festival. Tell me a little more. Yeah, so basically I started um, helping my father because he wanted to organize a music concert with friends. And that music concert actually ended up being a few years later, a music festival where I ended up being firstly the graphic designer and then helping out with the marketing and communication. And then at the end, after seven, eight years, I took over the father position as a director. And I brought that music festival from 5,000 people to 20,000 people in 2019. That's ridiculous, dude. A 20,000 person music festival. At the age of 23, actually, a very nice learning curve where I was managing over 500 people, managing over 120 policemen as well. Um, and, you know, like you was managing volunteers, basically. So now that I see like managing a startup completely different with like people that are driven, but also like having a salary, right? Here, managing volunteers, 500 volunteers is completely different way of managing people. And I've been learning a lot out of that. But, but like on one hand, you have the startup experience, like out of San Francisco. On the other hand, you have this hospitality experience, hosting an enormous event. I, I can only assume you use both of these in, in your current role. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's not randomly that I'm helping companies to bring people together in these team retreats, where 
myself, I see a lot of benefits to bring, you know, in real life these, these people together that have been seeing each other or never seen each other to Zoom meetings and things like that. So I do really believe in these like in-person events. And then indeed, like merging and mixing the, the, the thing that I knew from San Francisco with the startup and the tech things, like just bringing some tech solutions into physical events, it's something that drives me up. And so that's why Midstay is now existing indeed. But that's not how it started, right? The, the first iteration of Midstay was something quite different. Exactly. So just going back to the story, I was during the five years before COVID, traveling and working for the clients a bit around the world. US and Australia mainly, and then coming back all the time in Belgium for this music festival. Early 2020, um, it was freaking cold in Belgium. Yeah. Most probably know like <laughs> winter in Belgium is just like horrible. Uh, so I, I decided to take my work with me and, and to travel a bit. I decided to take a one flight ticket to go to Bali. And after, so basically I took the flight ticket to go for one or two months, avoiding the, the winter in Belgium. And it was in February 2020. So we all know what happened in March 2020. COVID happened. And I got stuck in Bali. I got stuck in a beautiful island, surfing every morning. What a horrible place to get stuck. <laughs> I love joking with friends saying that I got stuck in paradise. But yeah, indeed, uh, that's what happened. I refused a few repatriation flights from Belgium. Um, you know, it was a bit of a bet. Huh? You don't know where it's going to end up. Uh, you never had this experience before. You don't know if it's going to happen never ending. I don't know if it's going to just like pass after a few weeks. Uh, what happened is that we, we decided to stay there with, uh, with some friends who were working for our clients. And indeed, I just came back in Belgium after 18 months. Uh, but during that time, it was already on the way. After six months being stuck in, in this paradise, I actually met my co-founder. Uh, as a very interesting story as well, as we used to surf every morning from six to eight before starting the, the work, um, that day, it was a flat day when you're surfing and you're waiting for a wave. What you do, you're actually speaking to the people around you. And I met my co-founder in the water. Uh, I was actually speaking with people around. I was trying to just like, you know, share some, uh, some experiences. And this guy was actually a digital nomad for the last eight, nine years. Myself, I was moving and traveling and working from corporate office from one to the other every three to six months mission. So I had the same friction of like relocating, traveling, working remotely. And, and trying to remake my social bubble, basically. So we wanted to create that platform, Midstay on the B2C side, where we're bringing and facilitating the journey for remote workers that wanted to work from a dreamy location. So that's where we all started. Uh, and then indeed, we saw a very interesting traction on the B2B side, where we're actually bringing these companies into the dreamy location, where they can actually bond together, uh, either because they are a remote first company and they are not able to see each other um, at the office or because they are an hybrid company you now and they reduce their real estate. So they're able to jungle a bit with the people that are in the office and out of the office because they also want to offer that as a, you know, employee benefits to work from home. But that brings a lot of issue and a lot of challenges as a company to actually not having the interaction of in-person interaction every day. Uh, and so that's something that we see that a lot of companies are now investing in. Uh, having this brainstorm, having this team bonding, having all these workshops where you are in person in some location is very important. And we see that this is becoming one of the budget line in this forecast nowadays in the company. It's not seen as a cost, it's seen as an investment. And I think you're, you're perfectly right in time. Um, a lot of the companies I've spoken with, both remote and hybrid, but, but probably more so the hybrid ones, are trying to find 
trying to find, um, what's the word I'm looking for, opportunities to meet in person, right? They're not meeting in the office every day. They're not able to build culture, build relationships in the same way that we have been doing for, for, for 20, 30 years. So they're looking for this new opportunity. And, and what I hear a lot of companies doing is they do one or two or even more team retreats per year. So you have all of these companies looking for ways to build great events, great team retreats, and there's Midstay. On that, before you move on, I'd like you to, to pitch it to me. Uh, I'm going to put on a timer. Uh, it's going to be 30 seconds, and so 30 seconds or less. What is Midstay? Go. So Midstay is a solution for any companies that are willing to bring their team together, that are willing to boost company culture, that are willing to reduce the turnover, that are willing to, being, to stand out on the HR market to be seen as a forward-thinking company. For any companies that are willing to attract the best talents because they are actually caring about their employee well-being, that are caring about the interaction that you're doing within, within, within team members, and that are willing to invest in their people. Awesome. And what is it you do for these companies? So we're organizing the end-to-end -end team retreat solution. So coming back from wherever the team are actually located. So we are actually bringing all the flights, all the accommodation uh, from the lifestyle activities to even some business workshops where we have uh, more than 30 masterminds that are in our database curated for bringing some knowledge during the team retreat. So they're able actually to bring some business workshops based on the goal of these uh, companies. And so this is like clearly where we bring a lot of value. Plus, we're also understanding that companies are really struggling about communicating around their beautiful company cultures that they are building, that they are struggling to communicate in internally and externally. So we are having as well in any destination we offer in the team retreat, some certified photographer and photographer that, are, that can also come in the team retreat and provide some communication package for these companies that are really investing in this kind of event. Super cool. And, and what locations do you offer? So we started out with Bali. As you know, I got stuck there. So it was just where Midstay all started. Uh, I'm currently in, in, in Bangkok. Uh, we had hold this leadership summit for a company of more than 10,000 people that is spread out all over the world. So this is really bringing the worry-free effortless for any company that is willing to organize at such an event. We're speaking in Bangkok, we're speaking in different big cities. So that's really about solving one single problem that comes back all the time, which is remote workers are feeling isolated. And mm -hmm. this is like a big, big thing. And this, there is a lot of benefits coming out of remote working, less commuting, taking more time with the family and all that. This is a huge benefit and everyone wants to benefit from it. The thing is that currently we're seeing that one of the biggest challenge is that people are feeling lonely because they are missing the colleague environment. So Florian, lots of experience hosting retreats for, for companies, big and small. In your experience, what makes a good retreat? That's a very good question. So to me, like a, a nice retreat and, and where you can actually get the best value out of it is where firstly you're able to get the whole team together, you really need to make sure that they are, and that's the very first thing, making sure that collaboratively, you're making sure that the planning is made with the voice of all of the people, making sure that everyone is aligned on the activities that will please to as many people as possible, making sure that 
the, the, the activities are also available and, and, and doable for everyone. Any activity okay. is inclusive for everyone and that you don't feel not comfortable doing it. And I think that's the main thing because like people could feel clearly like under pressure to, to reach something that they don't even want to reach. It's not a challenge here. It's more about team bonding. It's really an activity should be an enabler basically. And we are seeing different goals, right? You, and that's the very first thing you should ask yourself. What is a goal? Because you're investing in something. What is a goal? Is it a goal of like team bonding? Is it, is it a goal of annual planning? Is it a goal of on pre onboarding, we are seeing that sometimes. Is it a goal of actually doing some tilt uh, kickoff? So really about understanding, is it an hybrid retreat where you're going to work and do some team bonding? Or is it a purely social team retreat? Or is it going to be a fully focused working retreat? So that's the very first thing to ask yourself. From that, you create the, the planning of the retreat and you make sure that everything is on point and you select the activities that are, for us, the enablers of bringing your retreat to the goal you're actually trying to reach. Uh, you need to make sure that everything is pre-planned and that all the activities and bookings are done as well. For example, one of the challenges we are seeing is that group of restaurant, group booking of restaurant is sometimes a big challenge and companies are willing to have this kind of moment as well to have more friendly discussion. And this is also, so, again, important. It's all about enablers and where you want yourself as a company, as a goal of the retreat, to bring that interaction. What type of content do you usually see during, uh, uh, during the, the retreats? Well, what, what do companies tend to talk about? So I've been mentioning a few already, but on pre onboarding, it's something that we are seeing that HR are struggling and are seeing that it's actually taking a lot more time to do that online. So we are seeing that some companies are currently investing in these specific events to make sure that employees, new employees are on point and ready to be as productive as they would after six months being on Zoom and, and doing some online onboarding. Then we are seeing annual planning. It's a big one as well, coming up quite a lot. We are seeing employee reward as well. So being part of a reward program and knowing that the best performers will get into a retreat. That's something we are seeing as well. Um, I guess that's the top three. And then you get the annual retreat for bringing all the team together, which is much more on the social side and team bonding rather than the three first I mentioned, which is much more into, into that working focus where you're actually investing in the people to get the output out of it. How often do you, um, do you experience that companies want to do retreats? Surprisingly, I've been really honestly surprised by the fact that companies were asking us much than two times a year. We are really speaking with companies that are willing to do that every quarter, which is very interesting because indeed, and these companies have been reducing their real estate um, office. And so they are willing to take that budget and invest that into bringing people together. But then they are actually using the budget that they saved into like re-offering re a new benefits, right? So it's a double win. So you're actually first, first thing first, you're actually giving some benefits to your employee. Thanks to that, you reduce your real estate, you save some budget and you're reinvesting that into your, your people. And so I think that's very, very smart. And we see a, a lot of companies currently doing that model where you're basically saving money, but that money, you're basically reinvesting it as a double benefit into your employee. And I think that's key, right? Because when you, you start moving from 
fully in office, you have that cost base and you're moving towards hybrid, you're moving towards remote, you need to have a strategy, you need to be intentional about it. You can't just stop doing something without starting to do something else. So, so I think what you're talking about here is creating that employee experience and instead of having it in the office, having it at retreats around the world can be something very attractive to employees. Yeah. And indeed, I think this is actually creating that intention you mentioned. And this is a word that I love, being, being conscious, being conscious that you need to bring intention. And that's by creating these events, you're actually able as well to know that this is a time where you need to be there, where you need and you can create some content around it. And this is not just a random day at work, right? This is super important for everyone and everyone is waiting about it. So you are actually creating something that is special for everyone and that will just create memories, right? And, and you're just going to get much more attached to what you're doing. It will just create much more value and, and much more, you know, uh, sense, actually. You, you're not working just behind your computer. You're working with people that you maybe helped out to walk up the, the volcano hike, right? And that creates some strains and, and, and links in between people. It's not just like sending an emoji through Zoom, right? And I think that's so important because companies are putting in a large investment in, in sending people and accommodation and events and food. It's not necessarily cheap for a company to do this. So, so that intention uh, about making this week or weekend or whatever time period they, they choose valuable um, is so important. Again, all about intentions. And, and I truly believe about that. And, and we, we are seeing more and more companies and, and, you know, like companies that are not especially tech-related, right? Like we're speaking with VCs that are willing to bring their portfolio companies. We are speaking with banks that are also willing to, to bring their, their employees. So it's really, all industries are, are actually interested about this kind of events. And I do believe that this is just a new, fun way of working. Like they've been allowing all that thanks to COVID. COVID has been proving all the tool that is now able to work remotely. And, and you need to embrace that new way of working. I mean, if you're not, you're completely out of the market, right? In terms of attractiveness of talent, in terms of retention, you're completely out. If you want to attract the 25% that will shape the, the workforce in a few years, which is going to be the Gen Z, you need to embrace that. They are willing, they are looking for flexibility and this is super important for them. Like work-life balance and flexibility are the key drivers for Gen Z. And if you're not adding these kind of events and adding these kind of like solutions for them, you're just going to miss out on a huge new target that is going to bring some freshness, freshness in your business. And not many years from now, they will be the majority of the workforce. So, so start planning for the future, right? Exactly. We are speaking about 2025. Huh? 2025, they will be 25% of the workforce. All right. So I think that's probably a good place to start to wrap it up, Florian. If you listen to any of the other episodes, I'd like to leave our listeners with a bit of uh, a little present at the end, uh, a piece of advice. So if you were to give advice to a, a company leader, maybe a startup, maybe a larger company who's planning a retreat, what would be your, your top piece of advice for this leader? So I think the very, very first advice I would say is that on your side, personally, ask yourself, and again, it's about intentions, ask yourself why you want to bring people together. What's the goal? Very first thing. And what will make a team retreat successful for you based on your goal? 
once you get that, you get the headlines and you work on that. And out of that, you, you're going to make sure that you have that, you know, red line to follow direction. Um, I think if you're just trying to bring the team together without any goal, that's going to bring that bad retreat experience to me. And I think my piece of advice there is if you're going to do this, realize that it's a big job. Right? I've done this a couple of times. Planning a retreat, planning the content, planning the activities is typically a full-time job for multiple people. So, so consider reaching out for help. And if you do need that help, consider reaching out to Florian at Midstay. Florian, thanks for coming on the, the show today. I really appreciate our conversation. And I thank you so much for inviting me. It was a pleasure to, to speak together. All right. See you later. Ladies and gentlemen, today's episode was brought to you by Bellico, helping companies go from in-office to hybrid, aided by subscription-based furniture for your office and your home office. As always, I am your host, Kenneth Hellam, with another episode of The Future is Hybrid.